Hello there, episode seven. Are you ready? <laughs> this is the Unade New Podcast. I'm JC. We are continuing to work our way through the mess, aren't we? And I'm wondering if it's in a way that you thought, maybe you're like, this is not the kind of season I thought we were going to have. <laughs> she hasn't even talked about calories once. <laughs> well, maybe have. I don't think I have. And guess what? Today's no different. No different. Um, again, building on everything we've done. Don't just jump into this episode if you haven't been with me the whole time. We're tying it together even more today. We've been looking pretty intensely at the spiritual side of the battle, haven't we? About that natural man, about how deep our soul can get attached to this and, and how complicated that can be, even food idolatry. We've been diving into that a lot. And while I absolutely believe it's a huge, huge part of the story, and that's the reason why we've done it first, today we've got to just add another kind of layer to it just because I have to make sure it's on the table for those that are joining us just in this season. And that is the element of sugar and carb addiction, food addiction. Um, For those that have been around with me and followed me through several seasons, you know I've talked about this a lot. I did one whole episode on it back in season one, episode 11, on my own story with sugar addiction. This is my personal experience. Um, But the reason I, and and again, I won't repeat that. So don't be like, oh, I've heard this already. Click, (laughs) turn it off. I'm not going to repeat that, but it has to be brought up now because again, we've just been hammering that idea that this goes deeper than the physical, deeper than the physical. Look at your your natural man. Look at the battle. Look at your heart. Look at. But there is a physical component to why this is so hard. And that's that for a lot of us, our actual body may be addicted to the foods that are giving us such pleasure and such a rush. Now, it's funny. <laughs> I actually got on, online a little bit in prepping for this. And looking at where we're standing now, because again, 15 years ago when I started this, the idea of sugar addiction was very new when I began to grapple with my own issues. It's it's out there more, but still, as you upload it on Google, there's as many voices saying it's not as saying it's our. Everybody has their own opinion. There's a million different articles in the science. Well, this science and that science, it's, it's not addictive. It is. Um... It's funny, I, I had a, a good friend that I'm working with send me an article and she's like, just tell me what you think about this. Just read this when you have a minute. And the author was a blog or a podcaster and she was talking about it is not addictive. All these food rules and all these, you know, restrictions, you just need to give them up. Sugar is not addicted or addictive. And then the, uh, the author said, this is the sentence from her, from her article. It's you're just a flawed human being who has simply given away your power to an inanimate object. You're not addicted. You've just given your power away to an inanimate object. And I I remember reading that thinking, okay, isn't that what addiction is? Like, I've given my power away. I can't stop. I'm powerless. I've given my power away. To me, that she was defining it in the very same breath that she was saying it wasn't addicted so it can get kind of messy if you look just type in sugar addiction it's like oh man who do I even know to believe where do I even look to start to unravel this um just a couple of thoughts and again I'm not going to get into the argument I mean for me 
I didn't need science or an article or an expert to say it's addictive. I knew it was. I was acting like an addict. Uh, what really made a difference for me was going through the criteria of addiction. I go through this a lot deeper in my sugar addiction course. But the simple criteria are, are five things that are just pretty basic. And every one of them fit me. Are you struggling with cravings where you consume even if you're not hungry? Those cravings are coming from a different place than hunger and they're continual. I was like, yes. <laughs> um, is there continued use despite negative consequences? Big yes. I, I always wanted to stop. There were negative, all kinds of negative consequences, but the, it didn't slow down my use at all. Another criteria is you keep trying to quit. You actually do try, but you can't. You just fail again and again. Bingo, pick me, third one. <laughs> And then the last two, um, number four is tolerance, meaning that the body builds up a tolerance to the substance and you kind of need more each time to get a bigger hit. And so the binges might get a little bigger or the sugars more often. And you see kind of, man, I'm, it's a little worse than it's been in the past. You might see some of that. And then the last one is withdrawal is when you <laughs> resist the substance, your body screams at you. So again, I mean, just going off of those five things, and we go into some um, deeper cr criteria in my course. I, I mean, that was a big red flag right there. But I knew there was something going on with my body, not just my heart, not just my soul, not just emotional eating. All those were there too. But again, I've said this in past episodes. I had to deal with the food monster in a twofold way. The inside battle that we've been talking about the last several epi episodes but also the physical battle in that my brain, not just my taste buds, my brain was addicted to the sugar hit and just walking away from it cold turkey caused all kinds of problems, just like it does in any addict. Um, put simply, I mean, the one thing a lot of these articles agree on is that sugar, just like opioids, just like heroin, cocaine, other substances, Sugar activates the reward centers in your brain. It triggers a release of endorphins. They've seen this in multiple studies. The brain produces huge surges of dopamine. I mean, there is a release that you feel great. And man, think about it. With, with how difficult the world is right now, everything we are being drugged through. And again, I'm recording this in 2020. I don't know when you're listening to it, but if you're, if you're with me in 2020, you know exactly what I mean. And then forget all societal troubles. I mean, we have all of our own stuff outside of that, right? Health problems and financial problems and parenting problems and marital problems. And man, the brain really does want a little endorphin. That hit of pleasure is a real thing. And no wonder we go back again and again and again. I mean, you think about how we talk often about how sugar numbs. It can just numb all that pain of whatever you're going through. And, and one of the websites I was reading talked about how that hit, that sugar hit, getting that release of endorphins muffles your perception of pain and boosts feelings of pleasure, creating a temporary but powerful sense of well-being. I thought, man, I mean... My worst point of addiction was when probably I would say my life was at its most difficult. 
just a number of circumstances, but man, I was using that like the little rat, you know, pushing on the lever to get more sugar water in those studies. <laughs> I'm going back and pushing that again and again. I need another rush of pleasure. I, there's more pain. I need another one and another one. Again, we're not going to judge ourselves for this. We're human and we're going through a lot of tough stuff and sugar gives us a temporary little, little hit. And so, yeah, the body and the heart get addicted to it. But <laughs> the healing, as we detach ourselves, then we think, oh, but then I'm going to feel the pain. <laughs> it's complicated. It's complicated. The body itself, because of its addiction to these substances, is going to fight your walking away. Now, please, if you're one of those that you're they're listening and you're going, you know what? I'm really not addicted physically. That's okay. That's okay. I'm just throwing this out there for those that resonate with it. I had a guy once I had just taught a sugar addiction class in a local clinic. Um, and he, he was funny. He stopped and talked to me afterwards and he says, or maybe it was a week later he came and he goes, you got to know my story. I'm just a candy guy. I have candy stashed all over my house. It wasn't chocolate. It was just candy, candy, candy. I'm the candy man, you know, with my grandkids. And after my class, he was like, okay, he went home and threw it all out. And I remember thinking, I remember kind of telling him, okay, well, it might not be that easy. And he laughed at me. He's like, nope, I gave up alcohol that way. I gave up meth that way or whatever it was. I can't remember in the past. And I'm just, I'm done. And he was in his mind, he was done. And I, I just laughed. I was like, man, I wish it was that easy for all of us. <laughs> the body's going to fight um, overcoming or walking away from this addiction. And there is a healing process. Now I'm not going to go into any more of that part of it because I already have. So go back and listen to my story in, um, season one, episode 11. You can listen to that. And then my sugar addiction course walks you through. It is not a cold Turkey white knuckle solution to just, I'm never going to say to you, just give up sugar, just walk away. It's bad for you. And you're addicted. It's terrible, terrible person. You need to stop. I'm not going to do that, but there are some answers and I have put them out there. So if, if at this point in the podcast and you're really trying to walk this journey in a personal way, if this is your story as well, if you resonated with that criteria, and you've seen that addictive tendency in yourself, then maybe that's something it's time to look at. But without going any more into that, this is where my thoughts have been this week. Um, and I do, I do say this also in that episode in season one. Yes, there's some wonderful programs out there that can help the body heal so that the body chem brain chemicals are balanced and, and it's not screaming for that hit anymore. But I still fully believe that whether we're dealing with, with it on a physical issue or on a physical side or on a spiritual side, we need the Lord's help with both. I don't see them as separate. My body's healing was as much under the umbrella of his authority as my soul, my emotions, my mind, my heart. All of it needed his touch. And so even if you launch into my sugar addiction class or look into some of those resources, I have some really great books listed on my favorites page at jcwhiteman.com. There's some, some great people that have, have um, good plans and programs that can help. But let me just say again, this is under his umbrella, done through his grace and, and with his sustaining influence. The reason that I've been thinking that not just that it's my history and he, he dragged me out of that pit 
physically and emotionally and mentally. I mean, I know it wasn't a program that saved me from that addiction. But I, in my coaching and with my own personal recovery, I used the 12-step program a lot. Whatever denomination, I mean, the 12 steps just born in Alcoholics Anonymous, but they have been adapted in so many wonderful ways. And you can find Christian um, programs that are slanted specifically toward not just a higher power, but to Christian based principles within the 12 steps. But it's funny because whenever I bring that up with someone that I'm coaching with or talk about, yeah, I kind of needed the 12 step program as a part of my healing People get really worked up. <laughs> I mean, isn't there kind of a stereotype immediately when I say 12-step program? We all go, ooh, no. No, that's for those other people. That's for the people that are really messed up, right? They're into some serious stuff and they need 12 steps and meetings and accountability. This is just cookies, JC. Like, it's not even in the same ballpark. <laughs> so why are you going into a 12-step program? Um, but let me just, just humor me for a minute because I even worked with, um, an addiction recovery program through my denomination. I'm a member of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and we have addiction recovery meetings and there was a food group. There was pornography groups and, and substance abuse groups. And, but I worked for a couple of years as a facilitator with the food addiction recovery. And it's funny, that was not the most popular. We did not have very many people show up because I think a lot of us are like, no, no. It is, again, it's not in the realm of 12 step. (laughs) It's not that bad, but I've worked a lot with the steps and especially with my own denominations kind of um, program. There's a specific program that's been written for, for those that attend my faith or that are part of my faith. But the first three steps especially have been on my mind this week. Just humor me for a minute. Step number one in the 12 step program, when I'm going to substitute food, these come straight out of Alcoholics Anonymous. says we admitted that we were powerless over food and that our lives had become unmanageable. I've just been thinking about that and thinking about that, about not only my own, my own past has shown that, But how many people sit in my office and it's funny, they have successful careers, things are going well, they're raising good kids, they're contributing to society. And so you think, oh, my lives have become unmanageable. Well, it's not. But then they begin to describe (laughs) that this part of their lives is completely unmanageable, right? Every January 1st, we think, okay, I can manage this. I can do it. We dive in again and we fail and we fail and we're just filled with guilt and shame that we're not doing better and we're binging or we're overeating or the scale's gotten out of control our numbers out of control it has become unmanageable but because it's food we just don't see it the same way as maybe an alcoholic would finally say okay i need some help i need to go and get some accountability and go to a meeting and you know it keeps us from Maybe truly admitting our true dependence like we talked about in an earlier episode. We admitted we were powerless over food. That is what we've already talked about, right? And that our lives have become unmanageable in this area, hasn't it? I mean, maybe maybe for you, you're like, no, <laughs> just, I'm, not that, I'm not that bad. That's fine. I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for you. But man, I've talked to a lot of people where this part of their lives is out of control. And I sure fit that definition. So step one really resonated with me. It's like, yeah, no, that totally fits. And then step two was 
came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. I had to have help. I couldn't, I kept trying to restore myself to sanity. I mean, again, we look at that word sanity and we think, well, <laughs> that's a little much, but come on, how much mental stress do we have over eating, dieting, weight, our size, clothes shopping, our body image, and it just spirals into a million other things. Are you sane in that area of your life? Is it healed? Is it peaceful? Are you, are you settled? in a good place with that? Or would you like some help restoring you to sanity? Then the third, the third step is we made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Again, it's the reason I use the 12 steps. We, we just shy away because we don't like being stereotyped. Especially, again, as I've, I've talked to a lot of people about sugar addiction, it makes people squirm. And I don't mean to when I'm talking to him. I'm most of the time just sharing my story a little bit or some of my findings, my experience. And the minute I go to this territory about their favorite treats being addictive, man, I get some pushback a lot of the times. Like, don't put me in a category with those other people. That's not what it is. There's some serious, serious denial But as we begin to work through the 12 steps, okay, yeah, my life has become unmanageable in this thing. I really need a power higher than myself to restore me to sanity so that food is just food. It's not this complicated mess that I never can quite figure out. And then I really have made a decision to just give it all over to him, like we've been talking about, right? This whole season. If If the idea of addiction makes you nervous, Settle into those 12 steps a little bit and maybe it's time to go, okay, yeah, it does fit me. It does. And and you look at it, it's again, maybe it's not even just the physical struggle you have. It's everything we've talked about so far this season. Our heart, our mind, our our natural man is out of control. All of this put together and we look at the 12 steps and go, yeah, yeah, I think I can see it now. My denial is starting to crack and break. Um, and maybe this, I am one of those people. <laughs> Why is that so hard to admit? Why is that so hard to admit? We're all just human. And life is tough. And we've tried to cope the best we can. And for most of us, it, it's out, gotten out of control because it just, life gets harder and harder. And so you cope more and more. And whether it's with social media or food or alcohol or shopping or pornography, or whatever, sports. I mean, come on, how many things do we use to numb, to distract, to escape our pain and give us that boost of pleasure? We need healing to be restored to a place of sanity. I know, I know all my episodes are starting to sound the same, but I had to get the word addiction out on the table and maybe talk us down from the cliff because we get so much anxiety over that word. I hope you're like cool with it and you're like, okay, you know what? No. Yeah, I'll go explore that in my own life. I I really need to. If you need to work through it a little bit, pray about it a little. I I had a gentleman at one of my addiction meetings when I was that facilitator with those, those recovery meetings. He had been through, it wasn't food addiction. He came to visit our meeting, but he was like a recovery old timer. He'd been part of the program for many, many years and, and just 
visited with people and shared his experience. And he said something I've never forgotten. He says, you know, I sum up the first three steps really simply. He says, number one to me is I can't. Number two is he can. And number three is I think I'll let him. I think I'll let him. That's what we're doing in this season. And I'm trying to come at it from every side that I can. If you struggle with some sugar addiction, carb addiction, in addition to everything we've already talked about, there is there is hope and there is healing and there's a way out. Speaking as one who 15 years down the road has been continuing to walk that path of peace, has come out of the addiction, even though sugar is all around me all the time. It's not like I'm white knuckling it. He's healed that. And there are answers. So again, look up my other resources. If you'd like some more help with that, you can contact me through my contact page. There, there is support for that. But maybe just the idea overall, overall to continue in our self-honesty and not let any corner be left unexplored in our battle to overcome food. Because anything that stays in the realm of denial because we're uncomfortable with being labeled an addict addict, or because we're just, we don't want to think we're that bad or we just can't face it right now. <laughs> and again, there you can go slow, it's okay. <laughs> but eventually we've got to pray for the strength to really look at it honestly and let the Lord take us into every last little corner of this mess. So there's not something that festers under the surface, but so that we can heal it all. I hope that was helpful to you today. Um, I think we'll go more next into mental and emotional. We'll see where the week takes me, but I'm definitely enjoying taking this deeper um, and just exploring this because again, there's so many of us that need healing and the Lord can heal us. Thanks for joining me this week.